Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have another young reporter, a correspondent from campusreform.org. This time it's Tamara Neely, who goes to school at University of Oklahoma. Tamara, how are you? Nice to meet you. So, so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe. Uh, absolute pleasure. Um, go to campusreform.org every day like I do. Go check yeah. out what Tamara does and go see all the great reporting that's uh, being exposed from college and university campuses all around the country. You know, it's funny. I had a, um, a reporter when I was a news director in Lansing, Michigan. I had a reporter from Oklahoma City. Kathy King, she was um, uh, always walking around the newsroom singing Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner. Okay, see, uh, is that still a thing? Are you guys all Boomer oh, Sooners and you totally, sing the song? <laughs> oh, yes, it's totally a thing. We actually have a clock tower that goes off every hour chanting that song. So it's very much so a thing here at the University of Oklahoma. T- Tamara, what is, a, what is a Sooner? What does that mean? Um, so... Just a little history lesson. Um, there was a land run when Oklahoma was founded. And so there were people who came here sooner than they were supposed to, supposed to before the land uh, run started. And so that's how the name came about. That's very interesting. I had no idea. I probably should have asked Kathy back in the day, but I was too, uh, too interested in hearing the song, I guess, that she was singing all the time. Um, what's, <laughs> it, what's it like? Going, because you said you're born and bred. You're a sooner from birth. Oh, yeah, I am. Actually, I was born at OU Medical Center. So that's why I can actually say that I'm Sooner born, Sooner bred, because I was born right there in the Sooner Hospital. Well, obviously, there's a lot of pride. Obviously, you're brighten right up when you talk about it. (laughs) For sure. I mean, it's always been a dream of mine to come to Oklahoma, um, the University of Oklahoma. And so it's something that we take pride in in our state so much. Like, everybody goes to OU um, around here. Now, now there's an al- also an Oklahoma State University, right? There is, and we, we don't speak of that university. <laughs> I was going to say, is there a crazy <laughs> rivalry? Because I, I grew up in Florida. I'm from New York originally, but I grew up in Florida, and Florida State and University of Florida hate each other. So is it, that sort of rivalry goes on too? Oh, for sure. We actually have Bedlam every year, so they always compete in sports. And in football, it's a huge deal for them to compete. Uh, what, so, are you, what are you studying at the university? 
I'm studying economics with a minor in communications. Okay. So my big dream is to be a political commentator one day on cable news. Maybe Fox News. Who knows? I think I think you'd be great at it, and certainly we'll send them this tape and see what happens. Um, Thank you. So, so you're going to school there. Oklahoma's a red state. I live in Texas. Texas is a red state, although University of Texas is extremely blue. Um, Austin <laughs> is extremely blue. What is the university like there? Very blue, unfortunately. Really? I mean, it is, it's It's a problem here. I think, you know, as a student, sometimes I feel like I'm a minority of thought and I'm in Oklahoma. And Oklahoma is known for being conservative, but our university is so liberal. The, the, the professors here constantly are pushing their liberal agenda on everybody. Why do you think that is? Is it simply because the professors, generally speaking, are 12 to 1 liberal over conservative, therefore they're indoctrinating those who go there? I don't think anybody shows up and says, I'm far left or I'm far right, but they learn as they're there. Yeah, I think, honestly, the money motivates them. And so wherever the money is talking, that's where um, the university tends to lean sometimes and that's not always the case but i think that money is like the i'm christian so i believe the bible is true and as the bible says the love of money is the root of all evil so i think that this has to do with some sort of financial gain for sure I'm with you. It is uh, Tamara Neely. She is a correspondent from CampusReform.org, goes to school at OKU. Is it OKU? Do you say OKU or OKC? What do you say? We say University of Oklahoma OU. OU. Okay. You say OU. You say OU. And, and again, you can't stand those OSU people. Oh, oh, we do not talk about it. <laughs> now, uh, being somebody who is rooted in the Bible, like you just said, somebody who is a more conservative human being, is it hard to deal with your peers on campus, or are there a lot of people like you who go to school there, just the, it's the administration and, the, and the, the faculty and the professors that are far liberal? I mean, honestly, I think the students... There's a there's a mix of conservatives and liberals on campus. Okay. But when I first got to campus my freshman year and I am now a junior, it was difficult. And I ended up going on Instagram and posting a viral video that got over 4,000 views and over 300 comments about the fact that I am not oppressed. And so I didn't understand this idea of black people being oppressed and you know, this victim mentality that's going around our society. When I was back home in Oklahoma City, I didn't understand that. I didn't know that was a thing until I got here at the University of Oklahoma. And it seemed like there were students who were leaning very liberal and pushing these ideas. And also the professors were pushing the idea. For those who are listening on the radio, um, Tamara happens to be a young black lady. Um, and and, and yes. so you bringing that up now makes more sense to those who are listening. Most people hear it. About sure. five or six million people are listening on the radio. So the left needs you to be a victim, don't they? They need you to say you are oppressed or else you're somehow on the outside. That's exactly what they need us to do because they want power and control. That's what motivates them to make these decisions and to push this narrative on people like myself who happen to be black. And I'm more than my skin tone. Of course. My skin tone doesn't define who I am, but the left is so focused on skin tone so much of the time. Isn't that the thing? You and I live through the dream of Martin Luther King Jr., yet the left needs us not to. They need us to notice that I'm white and you're black immediately, and we have to act a certain way because of that. And if we don't, then we're an outcast. I mean, that's pretty sick, isn't it? I think MLK would be pretty upset by this. Oh, he would be. And it makes his legacy 
um, in vain or something yes. almost. And it's just, it's, it's unfortunate what they're pushing on us for sure. I could not agree more. It is uh, Tamara Neely. You can go follow her on Instagram. It's T-A-M-E-R-A-N-E-A-L-Y. All one word over on Instagram. Go and give her a follow. Let's get into these stories. Students require yeah. um, uh, to complete privilege checklist in mandatory first year course. What is this? Yeah, so at the University of Delaware, um, the students are required to take a um, first-year preparation course that um, helps them adjust to their campus. And in this course, there is a privilege checklist. And on this uh, privilege checklist, um, they're given different scenarios about white privilege or gender privilege and all these different privileges and honestly it's very divisive it's not uniting the students uh, on uh, their same va- uh, shared values right. it's dividing them about the, uh, among their differences so you show up and you literally have to do some sort of a checklist as to whether you are or are not privileged and if you are privileged you have to do you have to apologize or change your life what do you have to do I mean, uh, that wasn't specified in the course description, yeah. so I can't I can't tell you exactly what they're uh, what they have to do. But w- what I will tell you is that what I've learned as a communications minor at the University of Oklahoma is that if you make something salient to people, which is something make it relevant to them, then people tend to act on that. And so if, if I was in this situation at the University of Delaware and I wasn't conservative and I was just an everyday student, I would probably think, oh, I need to change myself yeah. in order to accommodate other people. And that could it's just it's it's horrible because it makes people feel uncomfortable about who they are and you can't change the way you look or your gender and so it, it's just not fair uh, you're a young happening person i'm old and, and tired so you probably know, will know better than i will this question and this answer why do they do this knowing that we have laws in this country that say if i get something because i'm a white guy although i'm southern italian not really white but either way Uh, If I get something because I'm a white guy and you are denied that because you're an African-American woman, um, we have laws against that. That is illegal in this country. I people will fight for your right to make sure you get the same access or privilege or opportunity that I get. So why do we in, in higher learning, do you think just an opinion here? Why do we keep on being flooded with this garbage that for some reason I get more privilege than somebody who doesn't look like me when we know by law in this country it doesn't work that way? For sure. I mean, my personal opinion is is there there is a Marxist um, agenda that is trying to um, that the left is trying to push in America right now. And so that's just my personal opinion that these ideas are um, rooted in Marxism and um, they want to push socialism and communism on the U.S. So that is my personal opinion about what's happening. And I think you're, uh, I think you're absolutely right. I got to tell you something. Marxism is exactly what equity is. When you say equity and not equality, because they're not the same thing, equity basically means socialism. It, it means um, equality and outcome. It means no matter what you you or I have as talents, no matter how how we do uh, through meritocracy, we have to have the same end, or else it's unfair. And that, of course, doesn't really work if you explain it that way. It's um, uh, Tamara Neely. Go and follow her on Instagram. You can go see everything she does on CampusReform.org as well. Leftist student accuses female-led chapter of being anti-woman. So the chapter is led by by a woman, but they're anti-woman somehow. Fill me in. 
Yeah, and so let me make this very clear for the audience listening and watching that the person who accused um, this Turning Point USA chapter of being anti-woman was a man. Nice. And so I just want to make that clear for the audience um, just to um, add more, uh, just more clarification on who this was speaking. And so this student came to one of the tabling events and he started basically telling them that they uh, were against people who needed abortions and they were anti-woman and just started saying all of these leftist propaganda um, phrases and then came back later, uh, 20 minutes later, with a Biden-Harris shirt on and started campaigning for another, um, another uh, Democratic uh, candidate right in front of the table. And so I think it goes to show that the left can't handle conservatives expressing their views on campus, but they want to express their views on campus. And it just goes to show that the left doesn't stand for tolerance and fairness like they say they do. No, no, they they stand for tolerance and fairness as long as you agree with them. If you disagree right. with them, you're in big trouble. And it's so stupid. They they do this so often. They're attacking a, a, a chapter that's led by a woman as anti-woman, ignoring the fact that it's run by a woman. And we're just supposed to act like that that isn't what's going on. And, of course, these yeah. people are all just politically motivated, and many of them just very simply uh, indoctrinated. Next story, student government partners with university police to combat rising crime. Good. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. For sure. I mean, that's great. And so basically what happened at this campus was that um, the student government decided to partner with the, the uh, police department and give students with over 200 um, car locks because their cars were being broken into. And they plan to um, give students an additional 400 locks the next semester. And so, I mean, crime is just running rampant on college campuses. And it's a shame that students don't feel comfortable going to class and safe because they're worried that their car may be broken into. This is America we're talking about. This shouldn't be an issue. She goes to school at uh, University of Oklahoma. It is uh, Tamara Neely. Go follow her on Instagram. You know, what's interesting about that is that these, these woke college students constantly are attacking police, defund the police, get police off campus, and now you've got to take action to stop all the rising crime, the crime that's rising because of the attacks on police. Don't they realize that if they stop the attacks on police, they wouldn't have to worry about getting all these, these locks for their cars and, and, and they wouldn't have to worry about the increase in crime? They don't get that there's a correlation. Right, exactly. And and they really don't understand that. And it's it's a shame that the student body was actually pushing to defund the police. And I read some articles that said there some of them are still pushing to defund the police. Um and it's it's just unfortunate. 
Have you got an opinion as to why they keep saying that? They know that police are the good guys, generally speaking. You might have a bad apple here and there, but they're generally speaking the good guys. When there's a larger presence of police, the bad guys don't try as much. Crime goes down. Attacks go down. Rapes go down on campus. Why Is there a reason that they've ever given you or that you've heard that makes any sense as to why they keep on attacking police? I'll give you two words for that, Joe. Social justice. Yeah. That's why they're doing what they're doing. This is in the name of being a social justice warrior, having something to care about and a cause to get behind and not knowing the facts behind why you're doing what you're doing. And so that's what's happening is these college students, they want to believe in something and they're, they don't, they'll follow blindly. And it's sad. I'm not saying all are like that, yeah. but a lot are like that. Well, I wish that they would blindly follow um, getting rid of crime instead of blindly following a dumb cause that's making crime exactly. go up. And, and, and then when crime goes up, here's the rub. Crime goes up and they all say, where are the police? Well, you've been attacking yeah. them for two, two plus years now. I, I wouldn't want to be a cop on campus either. It is uh, Tamara sure. Neely. Uh, go and follow her on Instagram, T-A-M-E-R-A-N-E-A-L-Y, and go see everything she does at campusreform.org. One last uh, story. I Actually, I think in our, in our setup to this, I mispronounced it. This is not gingerbread person. This is genderbread person now has shown up in a nursing course. What is, what is a genderbread person? So a genderbread person is... Basically, this university decided that it would be a good idea for a nurse professor to um, showcase a genderbred man and uh, outline it with uh, words like identity and gender and so on and so forth to create some sort of depiction of what it means to... Uh, understand gender identity. What? And I just don't understand why they're doing this, but I think that this is motivated in deconstructing language. One, you know, nobody knows what a woman is these days. Nobody knows what a man is these days. And it's because of what they're doing on college campuses. They're confusing the students and making them think that it's okay to choose that there's infinite genders and stuff like that. I don't understand. If you're a nursing student or a medical student or a wannabe doctor, I want you to understand biology. All the gender talk can be on Twitter. That's fine. But but when I go into the office, I don't want you to to have gender bred man saying I can be any gender I want. I want you to take care of me as a man. I want them to take care of you as a woman. Don't they get that? the, the The thing is, is they don't, Joe. They're, they're motivated to push this idea at all costs, even if, it, that is, if, even if it's not rooted in facts. It's sick. It really is. And I'm glad that we're highlighting it. Hopefully people will, will wake up like you and I are. Ta- uh, t- sure. t- Tamara Neely, go and follow her on Instagram, her first and last name together, a University of Oklahoma student, go Sooners, and uh, a correspondent at CampusReform.org. A great job. I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much. God bless you, Joe. Uh, God bless you right back. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate uh, Tamara coming on tonight. Did a nice job from uh, OU. Uh, Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner, OKU. I I, I heard that in the newsroom over and over for a long time in Lansing, Michigan. We had uh, Kathy King was one of our reporters from Oklahoma City, and she went to the same school. Uh, Great job from Campus Reform. Make sure you go and check out the stories they do there. Let's do some pop culture.
Dirty pop. Yo. Talk to me, Polo. So had you heard that Elon Musk was, uh, I guess, beefing with um, the guy from Apple? What's his name? Um, yes. Tim Cook? Tim Cook, yeah. So apparently they met up yesterday and everything's good. They've hashed it out. They've squashed their beef. That's it? Everything's fine? Yeah. And I guess Tim Cook never was even considering removing Twitter from the Apple store. It sounded like they were. All right. Appreciate the update. Thank you, Polo. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. I'm Joe. Uh, tomorrow's special charity show. We'll see you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.